Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Don't Be So Dramatic. My name is Rachel and this is the podcast where I talk to different people in the entertainment industry to discover what their job involves and how they got there. I don't know if you noticed when you clicked on the episode today, but guys, this is our 100th episode. My God, what a journey we have been on. I'm so excited that we've gotten to episode 100. Um, So how fitting to do this episode that I've been planning out for a, a little while now. I've wanted to do an episode for everyone on how you start a podcast. How does one become a podcaster and how can that benefit your creative career? So it is only appropriate that I brought on my good friend Justin, who also has a podcast called the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Justin started his podcast earlier this year and um, when he did, he was asking me a few questions about podcasting and so I thought it would be really great that we come on and we talk about the technicalities of podcasting like equipment and how you edit and that sort of thing but also our advice on how to pick a topic to podcast and uh, how does that benefit your creative career so I really hope you enjoy this episode and it's interesting to you and gives you insight into the world of podcasting I will of course link Justin's podcast below as well as his social medias I'll link our Instagram down below if you feel so inclined you can follow us on Instagram enjoy our 100th episode and let's jump Jump in. Justin, thank you so much for coming in and being on this episode of the podcast with me. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. So it's I, so weird. I know. Being on the other end. I know. <laughs> You're going to be like, I talk way too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was actually thinking because I was like, I think. The yesterday, my partner and I were talking about, oh, like 10 years ago, mm. I was this. And I was like, 10 years ago, I was at uni. So we've known each other yeah. for 10 years. Yeah, like yeah. Just over 10 years. Yeah, I was talking to someone the other day. I was like, oh, it's 10 years since uni. Then I stopped and went, no, is it? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> it's crazy. Yes. So if everyone can't guess, we went to uni together. So we yes. did a Bachelor of Performance. And we were housemates as well. We were. Oh, my God. What a time. I know. And now we've both become podcasters. Yes. How the turntables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been really good to see how you've gone with it. I remember when oh, you just you. started it. Yeah. And then you've just gone from strength to strength with it. Well, it's been interesting to see how like you've gone about forming a podcast as well because you started it this year and it's interesting to see you do things that I'm like I wish I did that when I was first starting out so it's going to be interesting because this episode is about how to start a podcast and how it benefits your career so yeah it's going to be interesting to see what things you put in place Mm. initially that I did not and what I did Um, Mm. but yeah so you have a podcast called the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Yes. So what initially made you want to start a podcast? Um, so, uh, well, the whole Theatre Thoughts sort of brand came around when I was overseas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. 
I just started my blog because I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the West End like every day. And then I was just like writing about it mainly for people back home. Mm-hmm. So they could be like, oh, that's a great show. Like I'll go see it when I'm over there. Yeah. Um, and then when I came back, that sort of developed into my own thing. I really wanted to take it off into, you know, me being able to review Australian theatre mm-hmm. and see what Australian theatre has to offer. Because I was away for so long, I kind of like, I'd only seen theatre through the lens of, just being a young kid going yeah. to the theatre yeah. but not seeing it in a, in a critique sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, and then that kind of took off. COVID happened, so, you know, went downhill. And then I was like, I need to make myself stand out mm-hmm. because you got like Aussie theatre, you got Stage Whispers, you had theatre people who in our theatre matters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm only a small fish in like this very big pond. And I don't want to be just another cookie cutter like, yeah. oh, here's the writing review. Um, and, I was, and I didn't really listen to podcasts. The only one I'd listen to was Auntie Donna because I was like, <laughs> my brother got me onto that. And that's like such a unique podcast. Mm. Um, and I was like, I'll, I'll try it. I'll give it a go. And I started listening to podcasts. I listened to a couple of your episodes. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, you're part of like one of the reasons that inspired me to do it, um, <laughs> to be honest. Don't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> Because Today I'm, is one of the days where I'm like, I could cry. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because I was listening to yours and I was like, like, you speak so well. And oh. you were talking about this stuff like, and I remember like going through uni with you and you pick up a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I want to do that. But more for like for the theatre side. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's where it came from. Um, it mainly started with me and my mate Daniel just being like, how do you start a podcast? <laughs> yeah. And I remember sitting there on our first episode. And we had this really weird, like, look, we both kind of stared at each other and I was recording. I was like, what, what do we do? Yeah. Do we start talking? Do we just talk? <laughs> <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. And it sort of just developed from there. It stopped being me and him chatting to um, publicists reaching out to me that I'd gotten to know through the review side of things mm-hmm. um, being uh, do you want to like interview someone? Do you want to talk to them? Do you want to have them on? Yeah. And so it's kind of developed along those lines instead, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, definitely. Well, I kind of had a similar thing, which took me a little longer to kind of reach the point of like, I'll start a podcast. Cause I feel like, and I mentioned this in a previous episode that I really loved the podcast medium but I felt really wanky being like I'd be good at this you know (laughs) I could do that (laughs) yeah yeah I could sit and talk and people would listen yeah but it was it wasn't about that it was about that I just like I listened to so many actor podcasts that were American Mm. and we don't really have that here like we do have the Screen Australia podcast and um, I think Film Inc does one as well but it kind of feels like a little bit detached. Yeah. So I wanted it to be something where people were like, oh shit, the person, like the actor or the director that I really like that's Australian, their journey was similar to me or Mm. it's very interesting that they went about it that way. And so that's kind of, yeah, it took me about six months of like just really thinking about it and sitting and being like, okay. And then obviously you have to figure out, okay, what is equipment? Like how does one use microphones. Yeah, what's and, the best sound for it? Yeah, yeah, and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's really I um that's one of my points when yeah. people ask, you know, oh, how do I start a podcast mm. is that I say you really have to have a solid reason as to why you're doing it. Yeah. Um 
because otherwise you're just kind of, you are doing it because you're like, mm. I want to record myself and that's yeah, fine. That's t- like, for to be honest, that is where it starts. You yeah, go, I yeah. just want to record myself speaking. Yeah. And then you kind of go, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> I'm not that much of a dickhead. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. So I want to start. Well, we've started. I want to <laughs> next go on to <laughs> the next point. <laughs> um, equipment. So yes. you asked me about equipment when you were first starting yeah. podcasting. And when I was first starting, I kind of just did a lot of research on how to get equipment mm. and what ones you need. So what is your setup for your podcast? So my setup originally because when I reached out to you, there was so much yeah. like out there. And one of the guys I work with, he's the um, head of technology and he was sending me all these ideas as well. So I was getting all of this information coming in. I was like, what's the best setup? So mm-hmm. I had my computer set up um, in my apartment. I was like, do I record straight off the computer? Obviously it makes the most sense, but record straight onto there. But then there were the ones that you can just record like on a little, like, yeah. I don't know, device, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think a lot of people do. Um, but for me, it was more, I need to be able to like zoom people. So it makes the most sense to have everything set up. Mm. So then I went down the road, um, road, you know, <laughs> the road, road, road. road. So yes, um, <laughs> sponsored by road. Um, no, I wish, but, um, yeah, so I went down road, I got the road microphone set up, um, and I had a mixer. Uh, to begin with, yeah. um, to just get the sound quality right mm-hmm. instead of just plugging it straight into my computer. Yeah. Um, and then my friend at school said, look, if you're going to do it, you got to give it a good go. Like mm. you to give it a red hot go. Spend that money now mm. for a better quality sound yeah. rather than start off shit and people go, oh, I'll tune off straight away. Mm. I think if they listen to a new podcast, and I know I do it, the first thing I think is, can I listen to this? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Is it going to annoy the fuck out of me to yeah. have that clicking sound? Yeah. Yeah. And I listened recently to, there's, I love A24, mm-hmm. the company and their films, and there's an A24 podcast apparently, mm-hmm. but it's mostly just uh, big stars chatting to each other. And the one I listened to recently was Willem Dafoe and somebody else just chatting over Zoom. Mm. And while like... They're great. I was like, I don't know if I could listen to this the entire time. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just them in some big empty room, like yeah. talking to each other. Yeah. Um, and like if I've been turned off by listening to bloody Willem Dafoe, yeah. like I'm not going to really tune into a podcast that sounds shit. Yeah. No, I can. I completely agree with that. And it's like there is advice out there which says, you know, like we all have access to our phone mics and our mm. computer mics, so just start. And they do sound like okay if you've got a good phone. Yeah, they do sound okay, but I really agree with the whole like you are stepping into an industry where, I mean, my other advice is don't think about the competition, but there is a lot of competition mm, yeah. and so you have to kind of be at a standard where people are like, okay, I will listen to this mm. because I have turned off podcasts because it was poor quality. I think the one thing you can get away with is if the host has good sound but the person you're interviewing is via Zoom yeah. because you can understand like sometimes you can't be in person and that's fine. Mm. Um, yeah, but it doesn't have to be like a ridiculously expensive thing as well. No. Like I remember suggesting to you there is the Blue Yeti mic 
which is like a hundred and something dollars yeah. that you just plug straight into your laptop. Yeah, I think. you can. You can get that one. And the those, to be honest, those ones I started on. Um, okay. Just the cheaper ones. Yeah. So mine first one was like a hundred and eighty. It was a Rode microphone, but it was uh, one of the USB ones. Yeah. Um, that you just plugged into your laptop. Yeah. And that's where I started with it. Mm. Um, but then you just when you pick up another microphone, and I was lucky that my job put in a podcast studio at work. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to go sit in there and just have a little bit of a listen. Yeah. And so I heard straight away, like, this sounds so much better. Yeah. I just need to spend the money on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started off with a mixer as well. To be honest, I still record on that mixer at home. I do all my intros at home in the office. And so I have a mixer which is a two-channel mixer so you can plug two microphones in and then I used these two condenser mics which are really inexpensive like yes the microphones that we're using right now because we're in an actual studio Mm. are like great quality you can like touch them and they don't have any issues whereas like my mics at home if you touch them it like crackles so you can tell but like that lasted me for three years I think I was using them and no one's been like Rachel, your audio is <laughs> And if everyone was thinking that yeah, and didn't yeah. tell me what the fuck. But like how rude. How rude, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so I think you can, like, you should spend the money. Mm. If you're thinking about starting a podcast and you have that time to prepare for it because you don't have a start date because of a brand or something like that. Yeah. If you can plan what equipment you need, spend the money. Mm. But you can spend anywhere from like, say, $100 up to $1,000 or far past $1,000. And there are good packages as well. Like the setup I have now, I have the Rodecaster Pro set up. So it came with the mic, the boom, Mm -hmm. and the Rodecaster Pro, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, And like if I had it in person, I could plug in like multiple mics. It'd be great. Yeah. So mainly it's just me using it as a big mixer. Mm. But it's so like versatile and it sounds great as well. Like because yeah. my room is very echoey because mm-hmm. I'm just in a one-bedroom like apartment. So I record in my living room, which is all concrete. And I got the planes overhead as well. So, right <laughs> <in flight path. laughs> so I was like, as soon as I moved in, I went, great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Um, but you can't hear it because as mm. soon as it goes through the mixer, it really just condenses everything around you yeah which is fascinating yeah see i don't know like a whole bunch of technical stuff about like audio recording Mm. but i get by obviously you know a bit being like that's what the mixer does and i'm like the mixer is where you plug the mics in (laughs) (laughs) that's about it (laughs) so yeah and i think um the one the other thing that people ask is like what do you record on? Mm. I record on GarageBand when I'm oh, at okay. home. Yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. this one that we're using in the studio right now, no idea what it is. I could go it. and look, but I can't be bothered to get up. It <laughs> looks like Audacity, but in a different color. Yeah, I don't think it's Audacity, but okay. it's something. Anyways, this means nothing to people who don't know podcasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so your Mac, if you have a Mac, comes with GarageBand. Mm-hmm. Very Honestly, useful. Start off with yeah, that. Yeah, so useful. Yeah, just start off using GarageBand. You don't need to spend the money on Premiere or mm. whatever the other ones are. I can't yeah. remember. Um, or Audacity. Yeah. Um, in order to record something that's going to sound fine. Like GarageBand, it records it. You can edit it. Mm. You can fade. Yeah, which is wow. always in love a good fade. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, I just think spend the money on the equipment, but on the... 
um, recording software. Mm. That's kind of my advice is GarageBand. Yeah, and the other ones as well is obviously there are those all-in-one sort of apps and companies yeah. like Acast yeah. does it. So yeah. you can record it all on Acast. Yeah. The only thing is it got it's got like it jumps in with, you know, different ads and stuff like that. Right. Um, depending how much you pay for it. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah Anchor, Anchor also does that. Mm. Um, and that's something that people don't realize about podcasting is that you don't upload to Spotify yeah, or Yeah, that's Podcast. what I thought. Yeah. And so that's a thing that everyone goes, what? What yep. do you mean? So the way that this works and... Uh, again, I'm not a technical person, but if I can do it, mm. everyone can do it, yeah. is that you need to upload to a host website and then a feed which you paste into um, Spotify Spotify for podcasters. Yeah, that's it. Is that yeah. it? And then um, iTunes Connect yeah, is the other one. Yeah, something like that. They have yeah. a lot of like easy links you can go yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have to paste it into that and that's what links Spotify and Apple podcast mm. to your podcast. So that's a whole thing that does take a little bit of finessing I found. Yeah, that's the hard part. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of being like what am I what am I pasting where? Mm. Um so that's an interesting tidbit. Yeah. If you want to start a podcast, um I have a few questions okay. here right. that I would like us to answer from um the Instagram poll that we did. Oh, cool. I'm interested to see. Yeah. Um, so first one is, how did you even start? Hang on, let me do that again. How do you even start one and get traction? Mm. So I guess that just goes back to the point that we had before, which is like, you know, if you have an interest in podcasting, you go, okay, why, why, what's my why for starting it? I think you made a really good point with, um, yours saying like, you know, I, I, want to do something about the entertainment industry, but I want it to be like, you know, attached to the blog that I'm already doing and it's for theatre reviews. And that's not something that's wildly popular in the podcast industry. So you found a really good niche Mm. to be able to bring a voice to. And so I think that would be my advice is like, how do you even start one? It's like you've got to think what you want to talk about and to be able to talk endlessly about I mean if you you know get a year into it and go I don't want to do this anymore that's Mm, totally fine fine. but yeah it has to be a niche which you are passionate about and I feel like you have something to say about Mm. I think one thing that's really hard is you know the classic like oh we're friends and we have good conversations so let's record it it's very hard to market a podcast that's that mm. unless you have a fan base or a following. Exactly. Um, so I really would encourage people to shy away from that mm. and to more have like a, oh, I want to do it about critiquing theatre. Oh, I want to interview Australian creatives. Like, yeah. oh, I want to do it about indoor plants. Fine. What if there's so many ones out there. Yeah, yeah. And so the gaining traction thing is something... I think you've done such a great job in gaining traction very, very quickly. I think over the four years that I've been podcasting, it's taken me a while to work it out because I was kind of just doing it all myself. Yeah. Um, And so one thing is social media. Mm. And it's a beast on a website. I know. I don't like doing it. It's annoying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like spending my time. If you don't have the content, it's hard. 
It's yeah. so hard. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck do I post today? Yeah. Like, I guess I'll just share an inspiring quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I think so I saw shading. you post one on Sunday uh, yes. and I was like, maybe I should post one. Absolutely. As well. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my go-to. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love yeah. it. And I think... Also, I know as hard as it is not to think about the numbers, but mm. especially when you're starting out, don't think about the numbers. Yeah, so so many people said that to me. Yeah. Um, but I am I'm so focused on the numbers. Same. I and check them all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard not to. And like even now for me, I still check numbers. Mm. And unfortunately, it's like I don't think that I've ever like patted myself on the back and been like, that was a good amount of numbers. Mm. I think that you just... Well, for me, I unfortunately go, oh, I want more, yeah, I want more same. and I want more. Same. And so you get stuck in that kind of mindset of like, oh, I want more numbers rather than being like, how am I going to inspire people through this episode, yeah, you know? Yeah, it's so it a really hard. weird way to work around because like for the first couple of like episodes, I was so focused on numbers. I was like, oh, no one's listening to it. Like, oh, my God, is this even worth it? And then I had to step back and go, no, like no one knows what this is. Only you, your mum, your dad and a couple of friends have listened to it, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. And then once you start to kind of get um, – well-known people on, which is what I did, yeah. then you start to get yeah. other people come on and yeah. the social media is like the main thing as well. Yeah, and it's helpful when you have other people on and they share it on their social media. So helpful. Because then you get like uh, exposure to that amount of people that they have, mm. whether it's a lot or not a lot. But, um, yeah, so... Yeah, do you have anything to add for that question? I feel like I just bulldozed it. Well, I read two books, Mm -hmm. um, two podcast books for the life of me. I cannot remember them, but there's something along the lines of... Podcasting 101. No, it's not the one I read, (laughs) but it was close to that. It's like basically how to make a podcast or how to develop or something. Mm -hmm. It's got a red cover and then a black cover. Um, And they take you through a step-by-step. One was... um, basically how to build it from the ground. Mm -hmm. So I read that and I flicked through some stuff um, that I was already doing. I was like, I'll skip that and get to the stuff that I never thought about. Mm -hmm. And then weirdly enough, I put the second one away for probably like a good six months and I hadn't read it. So I was like, I'm just going to focus on this. And I picked it up and the first page said, oh, so you're a little bit worn out from your podcast. And I went, oh, my God, I am. (laughs) It was like they know me. me. (laughs) And then I read it and it re-inspired my traction because that and I think you said it to me the first year is the hardest year because you get to the end of it and you either go no it's too much work Mm -hmm. or you go yeah actually this is great I could do this like continuously yeah um so I'm coming towards the end of my first year and it has been hard like I've pumped out nearly 25 episodes which is like a lot but it's so weird to see how traction just comes and I think it was because I had the blog previously Mm. that once I started getting people on, they were like, oh, do you want Leanne Cope to come on? Do you want Eve Blake to come on? Do you want to talk to people of six? And others I ran after. So I ran after the six queens because I love six. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. Then others just kind of come across your path. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, I want to talk to Leanne Cope, who is, you know, Tony Broadway star. Like, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's fascinating how it kind of just develops from there. Yeah. I've found the same with guests and like, I always say this to people jokingly, not jokingly. (laughs) I'm like, if you're ever going to do a podcast, don't do it 
having guests on, just do it with a co-host. Yeah. <laughs> because it is like it your like the amount of episodes you can put out or like, you know, your productivity depends on if you can book in guests. Yeah, exactly. And I have the same thing. Sometimes I'll have people reach out to me, sometimes people's PR managers will reach out to me and they'll be amazing people and I'm like what? Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. Like, what the fuck? And then sometimes you go like weeks with mm. trying to email people and be like, hey, and you just feel like you're getting nowhere because like you either don't get replies or you get no's yeah. or like, you know, people are really slow to reply. So it's, it takes a really long time to book them in yeah exactly so yeah yeah, that's the thing to be mindful of if you want to do a a hosting like Mm. interviewing guests kind of thing it's like you gotta have some sort of pool to kind of like or pull from um something to like get it out of yeah whereas if you're doing something that's not guest related and it's you talking about some sort of expertise which is what people do i've listened to a couple where yeah they just talk i listened to this one podcast actually that was um I can't remember what it's called, but it was a guy basically telling theatre history about shows. Oh, wow. Um, and some intense history. There mm. was talking about one show that um, almost well, was one of the biggest flops ever made on Broadway. And mm-hmm. it, it, just him telling the entire story with a bit of music behind him. And I was hooked, absolutely hooked on it. Um, so that worked in mm. itself. And then you get some that are just, you know, talking back and forth, like, you know, this one. Mm-hmm. Um or you get one that I'm listening to that you need a hook for, which is called uh, The Worst Idea of All Time. Um, I don't know. If, have you heard it? Mm-mm. Oh, it's these two New Zealand blokes who've decided to watch uh, one bad film every single week for the whole year. Uh, the first one was Grown Ups 2. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm listening to now, they're listening. They're watching Sex and the City 2. Okay. So they have to watch it every week for the entire year. And it is draining for them. Mm. But, like, that's their interesting hook. So it wants you to come back. Yeah. For it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's like they're they're in their path of yeah. what's gonna make them like stand out. Well, it's like the YouTube channel Red Letter Media, where they have well, they do reviews on great films and okay. then they have their best of the worst series, which is literally what my partner and I watch whilst going to sleep. Yeah. Because it's like you can you can watch it, but you can also like if you've seen the episode before, just switch off and they will either watch like three bad films or they'll have a highlight episode of like a bad film. But these are like B to D grade films. So they're not like things that have been released in cinemas. But it's interesting to know that someone's turned that concept into a podcast and like Mm. tweaked it a little bit because their YouTube channel is incredibly successful. Right. I think you'd really like it. Yeah, I might have to. What's it called? Red Letter Media. Red Letter Media. I'll just text it to you. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. That's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, let's next question. Um, what would you have done differently if you could go back in time? What would I have done differently? It's a very good question. Um, I, d- I don't know because I'm still kind of in the first year, I mm. suppose. So I don't really know what I would have done differently yet. Um, I guess slow down is probably yeah. what I would do. Mm-hmm. I'm so hungry to just make something that's, you know, memorable and yeah. get my name out there that like, and because I don't like do a lot outside of my work um, besides go and review shows <laughs> is that I'm just sitting on my computer all the time. And it actually hit me this week 
where I'm sitting there and go, God, I spend a lot of time at this computer. Mm. Um, so probably just just like take a breather, slow down, do one a month. You can say no to people, yeah. you know. Yeah. And that's um, I think that's probably what I would do. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I feel like um, for me I definitely, because I work and then I have the podcast and then I act, have acting and um, filmmaking as mm. well, I do get into this thing of like, well, I have to be on top of all of those things. And so I get burnt out very, very quickly. And um, yeah, you just kind of like when you are spearheading something like a podcast, you feel like even though I like, you know, say, oh, take time off when you need it. And I definitely like in the last few weeks have been like this week, you're not getting an episode. You do feel really guilty because like when you don't, like if you take a break, then that means everything shuts down unless mm. you have a team that can kind of do the stuff. But even like I don't have a team that are going to do an episode for me or post for me. Um, so, yeah, I I think just being mindful of like, you, you know, podcasting isn't going to be your full-time job when you first yeah. start out. And so being mindful that, yes, you have to put in the work but also – you need to not mm. um, think that, oh, my God, I need to be going 100 miles an hour on this thing every day in order yeah. to get it going. It's just like it's a process. It'll gain traction when it gains traction, Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Like there are things that you can do, but it's also up to the world and the universe as to mm. what happens with it. Yeah, but, um, I think that's it. Yeah. One thing that I would have done differently that you have done really well is um, – social media assets. Okay. I was really terrible with it when I started. And I think it's just because I'm like a little bit defiant yeah. <laughs> um, because I was like, oh, I guess I'll post like, and I was just posting it on my personal Instagram, which is public, but it's yeah. my personal one. And then I had a Facebook page and then um, like, I wasn't very good at the assets either. Like they didn't look great. And then, like, you know, when I um, was with the Hub Studio for a bit, I changed my assets because I was like, okay, like I need it to look a bit better. Mm. And then when I left them and then got my manager, Liz, Liz is just on me all the time oh, really? about having good assets on Instagram, which thank you, Liz, for doing that. It's very helpful. Yeah. It's your job and Bless. you're very good at it and it's helped <laughs> the podcast immensely. But there's like, I feel like it's just me dragging my feet trying to do it as well. But like, it's, it's what gains you traction yeah. online. And yeah. so, and you have great assets. And well, I'll from tell the you get-go, my secret. what is it? My secret is. Canva, Canva, bro. yeah, yeah, that of is course. My yeah, yeah. You just Google Instagram post, yeah, <laughs> and it's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah, so I definitely recommend um, putting in the time to like for your logo to get a attractive logo mm, and yeah, to so have yeah to yeah. have Instagram assets where it's like you can insert the picture of the guest and mm. the title of the episode or like something like that. Um, in order to post it online because I know social media posting is tedious mm. but it also like it helps get scheduling it out is the real secret mm, you know? I haven't done that because again drag my feet yeah yeah <laughs> so but it saves you so much time I like know. if you have like something to go for the next week mm. you just sit down on a Saturday night Sunday night whatever 
and you just schedule Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and so on and then you don't need to touch it for mm. like the week because it just pumps out. The thing is when I was in lockdown, um, I, I don't know if you remember or not, but I started my own like travel page. It was the worst time yeah, to start it. Yeah, 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 I remember. The worst that. time because I just came back from Top Deck and I was kind of continuing that motion. Mm-hmm. Then obviously COVID was like, nah, fuck you, not doing that. Yeah. Um, and so I tried to kind of keep that side of me going during lockdown and I just sat in my room and just watched uh, this bloke, he's a Canadian bloke I think on YouTube, just talk about the algorithm uh, just for ages. Mm-hmm. And I understood what the algorithm does for Instagram. So I got into the habit of doing all these Instagram posts. You need to do this many. You need to do that. You need to comment. You need to like. And so if you work at it in that sense, you can get traction. Mm-hmm. And I did in in that page. And then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to put that aside. <laughs> and so I've done kind of the same thing with the Theatre Thoughts um, page. So that uh, – and the thing is with Instagram as well, the algorithm changes all the time. Yeah. Like this is real technical talk. But it's <laughs> just they just go, nah, we're going to change the algorithm. And so and that's why like TikTok and everything, like yeah. it does the same thing. And I always say these like to the kids, like TikTok like knows what you want because you're clicking, you're pausing, you're mm-hmm. liking. And it, it gives you, you know, it targets what what you they think you want. Yeah. So, yeah, algorithm's a sneaky bastard. Oh, I know. And it's like, again, one of those things where you're like, I don't want to be subjected to, mm. you know, being um, thinking about the al- algorithm and um, what was I trying to say? Being subject to. I forgot the word to, subject. Uh, the Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it's funny when you podcast and you just forget very basic words. Yeah, and I do like, it all the time. Word all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. That's one thing that I think you know. If you want to play the game of podcasting mm. and gaining traction, like you can do podcasts and be like, whoever listens, listens. I don't care. Just gonna do it. That's totally fine. That's but great. if you want to. Um, have a marketable product that grows and that you can eventually make money from. Mm. Yeah, these these are the things to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So last question. Um, oh, we've already touched on it. <laughs> Rachel didn't read the questions <laughs> before we started. What's the podcasting equipment essentials? Ah, so done. I feel like Easy. we've done that. <laughs> Love it. Good one, Rachel. Well, I guess my question for you is like, when someone, and I bet you get this all the time now, mm. is that people come up and they go, I want to start a podcast. And you're like, awesome. Yeah. They're like, so what do I do? Like mm. what would be your like golden nugget of wisdom that you would say to someone who's like interested in podcasting, wants to start a podcast? Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, I would... It's a twofold uh, answer, really. The first thing I, I think we've already kind of said, you need to know what you want to say and why. And then secondly, you need to know who your audience is. Mm. So, and this was part of the books that I read. It, it said you need to be able to picture exactly who you want to target. Mm-hmm. So I know looking at the analytics and stuff with mine, my uh, my target audience is sitting between the 18 to 35 age bracket. Yeah. They're a mix of people. It's actually fluctuated between men and women and there's mm-hmm. this little slither of uh, non-binary in there, which mm-hmm. is great. So I want more of that. Mm-hmm. So I want to bring on people that will reach that audience as well. Yeah. Um, so it was actually, and I think it's only because I started with my mate that 
it was a more men listening to yeah, it. But yeah. now I've had these amazing like female artists on, um, like uh, Eve Blake, um, Vijamakan, and Carla Guerin, um, Chiara Setter. So my audience now is skewing more female, yeah, which is interesting, yeah. But it's still targeting the audience that I want. I want theatre related people who are interested in learning behind the scenes things with theatre and I know exactly who I'm talking to. Yeah. Um, And I think if you know that, then you're already one step ahead. Mm, Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Um, My thing would probably be, this is really woo-woo, but I think if you want to do a podcast, the one thing that I think will help you in being successful is to know who you are as a person Mm. and to be willing to present that to the world. Yeah. You know, like I think people can smell bullshit really easily, Mm. especially when you're doing it on a like an audio perspective or a video or like putting stuff on social media. And so I think like this is where it sounds woo-woo, to be the most authentic version of yourself in that moment. And whether that's like, you know, you're at the start of your journey or at the end of your journey, you've lived lots of years or not. Mm. I think to be the most authentic version in that moment and to try and put that into your podcast is what I've found works the most. Yeah. Whereas like I can tell when I slip into the mind of like, okay, so this episode needs to be marketable Mm. um, or like we want to get a lot of listens from this episode. And I find I don't feel like I'm my best self in those episodes and I can hear it in like the questions that I ask or like the conversations that we have. I feel like my mind goes, it could have been better. We could have gone much deeper on that had I not been in the brain of like, oh, numbers, 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 that Mm. sort of thing. So that's why I say, you know, Come to it as your authentic self and mm. go, okay, what what am I bringing to this recording today? Yeah. That sort of thing. And I think people are really attracted to that. Mm. People are attracted to authenticity because they can connect to it. We can't really connect. Well, some people can connect to like, you know, things that are um, not 100% real, like, mm. you know, I guess a lot of reality stars can tend to have their Instagrams like that. But, yeah, yeah, that would be my thing. See, I always kind of struggle with that. Um, And I like you, like, you know me, like, pretty well. And my sense of my identity has just changed, like, Mm. so much since, like, the first day you met me Mm -hmm. to, like, now. I just, I know how much I've changed as a person. And I keep changing, which is weird. So I always lose sense of, like, who I am. And I have this complex where, like, I'll interview a guest and... Sometimes I'll either feel like I know exactly what I'm going to talk about yeah. or I'm so, like, nervous to talk to them yeah. that I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to ask the really simple questions that I know will work so I don't, like, fuck up. Yeah. Um, and the other ones I just I'm feeling really confident and I don't know whether that's just me not being confident in myself or whether that's just me being cocky and sometimes, like, I don't know what that is, mm-hmm. um, but that's something I'm continuing to work on. Yeah, I think it's just like a it's a continuation all the time. Like I get nervous all the time doing podcasts. And yeah, it's just like you forget that you have to make that decision of mm. like, okay, just be yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh my God, it's this person. What am I yeah, doing? What am I going to say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, sometimes 
even if you do have the intention of like, yep, I'm going to be my best self, mm. sometimes that doesn't happen and that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. And my other piece of advice I would mm-hmm. say, and this is something I'm still working on, is you need to, going back to like our training, you need to be able to like sound good. Yeah. You know, like um, sometimes I get really concerned because when I was a tour guide, um, my, one of my, I still remember this because it really hurt, but she didn't mean to hurt me, but uh, she said it. She she came back to me after the, one of my passengers came to me after the end of the tour and she was like, Justin, you're like one of the best tour guides. I absolutely love this trip. It was so amazing. Exactly what I needed. But God, your voice put me to sleep. And I was like, oh, no, because <laughs> I, I would stand up there and spiel about countries and yeah. I would talk about the history of Germany and now why Germany is amazing, what food you should do. And I'd be talking for like 20, 30 minutes. Okay. And I could see them falling asleep in front of me. Yeah. But I'm also going now like they've probably spent the last night partying and doing yeah. God knows what. Yeah. So they're probably tired. They don't want to hear about the history of Germany. They just want to know where they can get their closest beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really stuck with me. I was like, oh, man, I pride myself on being able to, like, talk to people. <laughs> yeah. So that's something I've always thought about every time I start. I go, like, all right, I've got to get my, like, podcast voice on. Mm-hmm. Um and you got to be like, all right, hey, listen, welcome. You do that in yeah. your intro. <laughs> yeah. Rather welcome than, to the Theatre Hearts podcast. <laughs> I was like, that's just me. That's just me. I'm such a wanker. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it, why not? It doesn't sound wanky. It sounds professional. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just like, hello. <laughs> but other people, like yours, like has this really nice glide into it. And mm. then I hear other people's podcasts where they just, it's like they've just woken up, like, Hey, everyone, welcome back. We're going to be talking. Yeah, it's so low and quiet. And I'm like, I don't even know how you can be that quiet when you're talking because I kind of tend to like go too loud sometimes. Mm, But it's mm. like, oh, well. Yeah, I do a lot of editing because my levels are just so weird in my apartment. And (laughs) like sometimes I just laugh really loud. And and then I see on my screen the spikes just go like that. It's like, fuck, I'm going to have to fix that. But that's yeah. okay. And then you get really self-conscious about your laugh because mm. you hear it in like waveform and uh, you can see it and you're like, why do I laugh like that? Yes. Yes. You can see it. You go like, what am I doing? Yeah. And the other thing I'm really self-conscious of now is I say excellent a lot um, mm. when I don't know how to respond to somebody when I'm laughing. I go, <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> and I always say, oh you'll probably God. hear it now when I just go, <laughs> Uh, And it's something I picked up from my uncle. Um, But like, yeah, that's and it annoys the shit out of me that I hear myself saying it and I I can't stop. But I don't know. Who knows? I do. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) See, I used to hate that. I was like, it's such an Australian thing. 100%. What about 99%? Um, And then I've started doing it as well. So I'm like, it's just an Aussie thing, I think. It's because when you get really into what the other person is saying, you're like, yeah, Mm, 100%. mm. Yes, 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 yes. I'm in this with you. But then when you say it 10 times in an episode, it's really annoying. Mm, mm. So I cut out some of them. I cut out the ums. Yeah, I try to as well, but sometimes times I'm like fuck it yeah. I'm done with editing today yeah and so. sometimes it sounds too fake yeah because people say um yeah when they don't know what to say yeah uh it's more when people say it repeatedly though yeah like, okay, it's probably too many ums yeah let's cut out a few <laughs> we're not we're not that bad yeah uh, yeah <laughs> um so my last question before we wrap up is mm. how do you think a podcast can benefit someone's creative career or just career in general um, it introduces you to so many people you would never have thought of. 
Um, I still pinch myself when I go to like opening nights of shows um, and the people I've speak to, like one person I spoke to recently, wasn't actually for the podcast, just for a feature, um, was Sharon Millerchip. And she's a renowned Australian um, theatre actress, musical theatre. And after I interviewed her, I only realised where I saw her. And it's the earliest memory I have of theatre of going to see Beauty and the Beast. And she was Belle in that. And once I realised that, I just went, holy shit, I was speaking to Sharon I was talking to Belle. Oh, my God. It's come full circle. Um, And then I saw her um, at the um, Fangirls opening night. Mm. Um, And it's just you get to see, like, so many people that – you just you just don't know and you get all these new opportunities and people come to you with these opportunities that weren't there before because, yes, they want something from you, but you also want something from them. Yeah. And it's a mutual kind of partnership, I mm. suppose. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible just the people that reach out to you. So the biggest thing for me, and I still kick myself with this, there's a publicist um, called Michelle Guthrie mm-hmm. um, in the theatre world. She's Big time. She's incredible. She's such a lovely human being. She was um, one of the she was one of the PRs for the Dalai Lama, and I was just like, "Yeah, awesome, that's great." <laughs> and she just reached out to me one day through my email, wanted to call me, um, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know who this person is." Um, and I talked to her, and she was like, "Oh, I just wanted to know more about you and more about theater thoughts and what you want to do because the like the theater industry in general mm. um, has lost a lot of." Uh, reviewers and like those reviewing companies Mm -hmm. so they and people have moved on to other things or stopped doing it so the theater industry wants you know more people to come and see shows and write and promote them which is you know fair enough um so she reached out to me and now we see each other all the time at the haze and she's so lovely she introduces me to all these people um and yeah it's just interesting just who reach out who reaches out to you and mm. who sees something of worth in you. Yeah. And I think I said to her one time, I said, like, Michelle, like, when you called me, I was just about ready to, like, throw in the whole theatre thoughts thing and just be wow. like, nah, I can't do this all the time. I'll do, like, one show a like, couple of months. Yeah. And that's fine. And uh, and then you, like, showed me that what I'm doing is actually, like, people are, like, are picking up on it. Yeah. So I think doing the podcast alongside that has just given us this extra layer to it, which is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. It's now finding a way to maintain that um, without burnout, mm, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I think um, from my perspective of um, being an actor, there's the part and, like, I'm not encouraging all actors to start podcasts where you interview people that you want to work with because that's just... <laughs> That's not going to work yeah. for everyone. You can. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but I think for me personally, in my specific circumstance, I was at a point as an actor where I just I felt like I couldn't get my foot in the door and mm. I felt like presenting myself as an actor to the people that I wanted to be in the room with wasn't good enough. Mm. They were like there's so many actors and so I was just another one in the thousands and thousands being like, hello, I'm an actor. Yeah whatever. And so when I started the podcast and started getting really good people on, and then I could sit down with casting directors and interview them as a podcaster. And then I would always, I'd never be like, Hey, I'm an actor and a podcaster. I would always just kind of 
inevitably talk about being an actor in the podcast yeah. episode and they would be like, oh, you're an actor. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. And it was just such a great way to get my foot in the door and to actually feel like my peers are the people mm. that I wanted to be connected to, you know, however many years ago. So it really helped me in that sense. Yeah. And again, I agree. I've met people that I'm just like, like I watched you on TV mm. when I was young, you yeah. know, like that's really bizarre to so weird, sit eh? down and, you know, and then you also interview people who have worked with people that you're like, oh. what the fuck, yeah. you know. When they drop a name, I'm just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I interviewed Aaron Glenane recently who um, we didn't really talk about it on the podcast, but he is in Snowpiercer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and my partner, one of his absolute favourite people is David Diggs, yeah. who was in Hamilton, yeah. you know, in Incredible. America. And so we were like, oh, my God, we're like two degrees separation yeah. from David Diggs. <laughs> and it's cool. that thing. It's like... Like we do that in our brains, like how many degrees separation mm, are we all from? All the time. Yeah, all of these people that we look up to now and that's really exciting. It makes me feel like I am getting closer to, I guess, my goals and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I think that's good. Yeah, but I think in general it also, um, in the app I just did with Danny Ball as well, we were talking mm. about how he had sent a director a play he'd written just for feedback and then the director liked him enough to bring him in as an actor and to audition him for a play and he's now going to be doing a play next year, which is a one-man play. And it's like those little opportunities like starting a podcast, whatever Mm. it is about, it's putting yourself out there in a way where people can go, oh, like I would maybe like you for this other thing that's yes. not related to podcasting. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Now you say it, I do miss acting. Yeah. I haven't done it in so long. I miss it. Yeah. I um, it's. I mean, it must have been hard to like go, you know what, <laughs> this, is, this is not working, but I can understand because it's such a like, you know, you work and you do your podcast as well. So mm. on top of that doing acting, it's like, you know, a whole other kettle of fish, but yeah. you know you can always come back to it. That is true. That so, is true. Yeah, but um, cool. Well, this went for way longer. That's fine. Than I thought it was going to go, which I knew because yeah. I thought we were just going to get you know on a roll with yeah. all of these things. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for being no, here, Justin. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. This is amazing. It's like again one of those full circle moments where I first listened to you, and yeah. now look at you. I know. Now you're on the podcast. I know. What the fuck, guys? (laughs) How exciting. Yeah. Well, plug away. What do you have to plug before we wrap? So, uh, yes, you can find Theatre Thoughts Podcast on all your streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Um, (laughs) And you can follow us on Instagram at uh, Theatre Thoughts AUS. I'm always used to saying Theatre Thoughts Oz, but then people go OZ. Yeah. I know, Oz, AUS. Yeah, Um, Or Theatre Thoughts Online is our... um, uh, theaterthoughtsoz.online, sorry, <laughs> is our is our website. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. No, and um, we will talk to you soon. Yes. Bye.